And uh, I want to welcome everybody out there in podcast land to uh, the Good Times with Good People presents the Law Party Podcast, where always it's good times, good people, and good talk. I'm your host and your panel moderator, Rio, and today on the panel we have, as always, Dave Tiemann. He is an entrepreneur extraordinaire and an art dealer. Uh, we have Chris O'Connor, co-owner of Liquid Nine Broadcast Media Production, uh, and we have a special guest who's uh, on our panel, And uh, but we're also going to be interviewing him today. We have Mr. Jesse Pringle. He is the creator, uh, co-writer, and producer of Kill 'Em All Kansas City and soon Kill 'Em All Los Angeles, a web series that if you are into crime dramas, if you've watched anything like The, the Wire or Ray Donovan or any show like that, I think that uh, you will quite enjoy Kill 'Em All Kansas City. Because, well, I enjoy those shows, and I did. And so, what do we think, panel? Uh, before we even get into uh, topics, what 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 was our, our just our general thoughts Lord, on Killamall? First of all, not you, Jesse. We, we, no, wait. First of all, though, we forgot to introduce the anonymous female. We did forget to introduce the anonymous female because she is she's looking over her notes diligently. Say hello, anonymous female. Hello. <laughs> All right, so, thoughts? I come at it from maybe a slightly different point of view. One, I love the story, and I love all stories like that, so I'm going to set that aside for a moment and just say uh, I really thought for something that was done in the Midwest and and that kind of the production value was amazing. I love that you are distributing it the way that you're doing it. Uh, I like everything about it. I think it's a it's a brand new medium, and you're exploiting it, and I think it's it's good. And now that you're going out to Los Angeles, I think it'll be even cooler, uh, just because there's more resources and more things to have. And uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's a it's a phenomenally well done show, and I think I think it's only getting better. It's it's just on the rise. So I just think it's really really cool. Cool day. Well. Uh, uh, of course, I, I really appreciate, Jesse, your tenacity and, and your stick to us with it because it's not easy. And uh, also, um, I admire your ability to attract Hollywood personalities that, you know, usually web series do not get that type of acting ability and, and that great of actors into it. So, great series, watched it, think it's got a lot of potential for bigger and better things, of course. And uh, congratulations. And I would say that's an overall thing. Like, your ability, and I don't know how the hell you do it, because it's really weird, but you get a hell of a group of people around you. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You've got top-notch talent all the way around, so it's, it's awesome. Absolutely. I definitely agree. I think that uh, I think it's got a ton of potential to film, television, you know. I, I think it's got a ton of potential, but I think the way that you've gone about it, like I said, the way it's being uh, distributed currently, I, I think it's I think it's kind of genius actually. So, enough of the flattery. Let's <laughs> yeah, get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, we want to thank uh, the majestic restaurant uh, Pendergast Club, as always, for uh, having us and letting us do the Loft Party podcast up here. And let's get to. The questions that we start almost all podcasts with, and that is, what are we drinking? 
Oh, okay. uh, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, I'm drinking Rigor on the Rocks. Um, you know, it's an eight-year-old whiskey with a sherry blend, and I love the taste of it. And it's a perfect little drink for tonight. And if you haven't tried it, uh, we had one, I think Mario told you guys about it the other day, the Bloody Mary with Rigor whiskey. Which just blew yeah. our mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. We've had a bourbon <coughs> Bloody Mary before, but it was, it was yeah, really it was good. good. It was very peppery, though, so if, yeah, you, yeah, if you don't like had, spice, don't... Yeah, but it was good. It was really good. Did you try it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would, I, I would I have um, drank it, but I already had my beautiful um, champagne thing over oh, there. Thing. <laughs> my champagne um, thin? Thin. It was a ginger something. Yeah. It was good, though. It was champagne. tasty. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It was a little too spicy on an empty stomach for me, but I would have, if we would have had more time... Where are you guys at? We were at Beer Kitchen. Mm -hmm. Beer Kitchen in Westport. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was actually really good. We went for brunch. So we get a shout out to the Beer Kitchen. Which surprised me because the McCoys doesn't carry a Rieger. But they're only the same people. Is that right? Yeah. So I tried to order a Rieger at McCoys the other day and they said they don't carry it. So that's why I was huh. so surprised when you said Beer Kitchen had it on their menu. Yeah. I think Char Bar has it on their menu too. All owned by the same people. Hmm. But McCoys and Foundry, I don't think do. Hmm, I wonder if they're, because you know, some of them carry local. Mm. Well, McCoy's it doesn't all. carry a lot of local just because they mm -hmm. try to, and Foundry try to make, establish themselves as beer places primarily. Mm -hmm. Whereas Beer Kitchen and Strangely doesn't, and, uh, and Charbar certainly doesn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is kind of weird. Although they did have a lot of beer cocktails on their menu. Yeah, that today. would make sense. Or yesterday. So what are we drinking, Jackson? Uh, Bushmills Irish whiskey, neat for me. Always a I say, a, 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 tied directly into the show, which we'll get into <laughs> later. <laughs> what about you, Chris? I'm always drinking a Pendergast, uh, which is uh, basically a twist on a Manhattan that uh, it's made with Rieger whiskey in this case, and it has uh, some Benedictine in it. It's just a delicious drink. Uh, actually, the uh, anonymous female and I, uh, I think we came up to set up for the podcast and bypass the bar. So uh, we are drinking good old-fashioned H2O, ladies and gentlemen, H2O. Good for the body and spirit. Yes, H2O. <laughs> so <laughs> Stay hydrated. Good for a commercial sponsor, right? <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> so what are we smoking? Uh, I have am having a PDR uh, Sport. Wait, wait, it's PDR. Let me give you the whole. It's a PDR Sport Run Habano. Once again, another great mild little Cuban in it. It's just a great cigar. No, no spice in it, no pepper in it. But I like this. And Jesse, I picked up a Flor de Oliva. Previously on the podcast, Chris had lent me a uh, an Oliva mm -hmm. G. I think. Yes. Um, this was the only Oliva in the case where I was at, so I picked <laughs> it up, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Nicaragua okay. is where it was made, so um, hoping for the best. All right. I'm doing a Liga Provada number nine, which I've never had before. Okay. And what uh, are we thinking? And I like it a lot. It's far more mild than I thought, which is usually not 
Exactly, I think it's somewhere maybe more in the middle. But yeah, I, I see. Like yeah, I see the leaf is pretty dark, so I would have yeah. I would have imagined. Yeah. Yeah, it's very very mild, but it's good. It's smoking nice. I am smoking a, a la a la amora uh, mi amor. It is a <laughs> actually a pretty medium bodied, I would say, um, cigar. It's it's really it's really good. It's actually I think maybe my second one I've had of these. I definitely think I would try it one more time. So let's get into uh, this week or last week, I should say, uh, in pop culture. I think a few things happened um, that uh, I first thought were either funny or interesting or whatever. So I want to, and, and, and maybe one serious topic um, that I want to kind of get into before we uh, get into our interview with our featured guest today, Jesse Pringle. So first, uh, I saw that a 15-year-old girl got groped and pepper sprayed at a Trump rally. I was like, you know, first of all, the headline just caught me that I was like, 15-year-old girl. I, I just, and I wound up watching the, uh, watching the video, and, uh, and, uh, and, and apparently, you know, like, she kept telling Telling the guy like you know like like I think you're grabbing my boob or something like that or or and 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 it just it it went on and went on and got more vocal and more until uh, I I don't remember who uh, pulled the pepper spray out. It was two two different people. It makes no difference to me at all. But yeah. was was she there as a Trump supporter, just attending the rally, or was she there protesting the rally and some guy was just heckling her and being a jerk or what? Yeah, I think that she was uh, there as a protester, but I don't think she had gotten very vocal yet. Well, it says she shoved or punched the man, and someone immediately pepper sprayed her in the face because he grabbed her boob. Wow. That's just I'm just like, and know. then the crowd <laughs> cheered and clapped. Oh, well, she was clearly protesting. Yeah, I mean, just. Wow. But yeah, I that's don't. A that's crowd. It's just out of control. Have you ever been pepper sprayed? Well, it's yes. horrible. That's one. That is, to date, the only video I have not seen at a Trump rally protest on oh. Facebook or social media. Yeah. I actually, I just, I read the headline. I was just like. I don't even want to see this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was one of those things that I thought the same thing. Like, I don't even know if I want to watch this. And, uh, but it just, but it, you know, just, you know, having a daughter, you know, it just got me to thinking about, you know, whether or not, you know, she was there protesting or not. Sure. Is it even, I mean, who, who pepper sprays? First of all, who's groping a child (laughs) at first? And then who pepper sprays a child? I'm like, I'm like, come on. Well, the people in the picture around her don't look that much older than her. Yeah, it, you know. Yeah, I mean, not I that that makes it okay. But it but wasn't. Was it law enforcement? No, no it, was it, was, two, it was. They're yeah. the they're looking for two suspects. Mm. But what happened to peaceful protesting? Like, why can't you just let people protest? Why do you have to be violent about it? There's never been peaceful protesting. It's always been violent throughout the entire history of this country. So I don't believe that. And which makes me wonder. Well, I think the, I think the bad the bad thing is is even when 
you know, like in the in the civil rights era when you know people were attempting to peaceful protest, somebody always gets violent. It takes you one, know, one, yeah, and one, yeah, one jerk. Turn it. Yeah, and again, we're talking. I don't know how many thousand people are at this rally. We're hearing a story about three people, and, and it sucks. But the question I always wonder, and I'm by no means a Trump supporter by any stretch, but I also do wonder: Are we hearing about it because it was at a Trump rally, and you mm -hmm. wouldn't hear about it if it was at a Bernie Sanders rally or a Hillary yeah. rally or whatever the case is? Yeah. Or does he go out of his way to incite this kind of behavior amongst? You know his followers, and I, I think well, honestly, they've already they've already said that he he incites it. Yeah. Well, I, I think you can make the accusation. I don't know that anything he said has just been so off the wall that um, he's incited when violence. you when you tell people at your rally, kick him, hit him, choke him. I mean, they've caught him on tape doing it. Yeah, okay. So yeah. that's inciting people to be violent. Yeah, you know what they do to that guy, you know, back in back in the day, you know, he would go out of here on a stretcher, you know, or I'd like to hit that guy in the face. Like, it's he's. But is it better that, to be Hillary and just do all that stuff in private? Yeah, no, like Hillary is, is not always been Good on point. the up and up. I, mean, I, I don't think that she's been on the up and up, but... When stuff like this happens around her, she addresses it in well, a way that... I'm sure he's going to come out and say, hey, No, he it. won't. What he does is, I didn't tell him to do that. I don't have any control over that. Yes, yeah, you do. I, there's a line where you can't take responsibility for someone else being an asshole, but I also think well, if you're standing up there... That's the real point to cause this, violence. This, this looks right. like it was two other people in the audience... Well, of course, and look, I, the word incite, if we're not smart enough human beings to know not to do those right. kinds of things. It's I mean, crowd yeah. mentality, though. Well, but you get people you in a crowd and they never... It doesn't matter what kind of crowd it is, though. You go to a club, you go to a concert, you go to a rally. When you get in that atmosphere, a lot of people don't know how to step back and say, this isn't what I want to be involved in. That is apologizing for some of the worst behavior that has ever happened in the history of the world. That's like saying Nazi Germany is forgivable because it was a crowd mentality. No. I'm like, no, I still, no. There were everybody there that was wrong. Mm -hmm. At some point, somebody's got to go, no. You know, and you can you not be an asshole. It's not that hard. You know, yeah. it's a 15-year-old girl. I, I don't care what kind of crowd it is. That's... I can't imagine. I can't imagine Trump going, "Hey, you should really be hitting, kicking, molesting, groping, spraying but, well, a fifteen-year-old girl." It, and it doesn't help that his um, one of his managers was arrested for uh, assault on a on a woman. See, this is Did they finally this arrest him? Well, they were going story. to. And that, that's a story. And, and the guy, and they've got photographs and video of him hitting her. So. That's kind of, and we don't know. Once again, we don't once. know what she did. They had video of him, of him grabbing her and taking her out of the room forcibly, which left bruising on her arm. That's the video that I saw. Mm -hmm. Where they arrested him. They, I don't. There's no. This is what no this was outside. Kind of video that I saw. They was were walking it? through a crowd. And he pushed her down. He pushed her down and out of the way. Did he? Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, I didn't well, see that part of it, semi down. Yeah. She didn't but, fall. Yeah. She caught herself. But still, that should have been that strong. Well, but. they should have been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
she didn't look like she was a big girl. She looked like she weighed, you know, yeah. like 10, like yeah. 10. Like, exactly. He just keeps talking. The reality is he's going to talk himself right. In fact, that's what <laughs> they, had, they had. People keep his, saying that, but it's not happening. His manager was on, the, the woman that was originally the manager for the campaign, she said it started out as a joke. And then his ego took over. But is, is there not a, a even the remotest possibility, and again, this is in no way is defending Trump, is there no small chance that the media is jumping on this thread of, what? hey, we don't I'm want him either, let's, let's play every single thing that happens to women here to try to ruin what would be an otherwise voting block for him. Because his, his uh, favorables with women have gone completely down. And yes, a lot of that's his fault. You don't come out and defend a guy who just abused a woman. I, I would agree. But now that makes this story yeah, more, interesting more interesting because now you're piling on the story. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. Look, he had a bad week last week. I mean, he did some stupid things, said a lot of stupid things. This would be, it'd be interesting if I'm going to, yeah. tomorrow I think he will get beat by 10, maybe even 15 points. Yeah, I think news is a hyper-selective yeah. business. You choose the, the storyline that you want to tell and you make or well, break Of course, people. it's the media. The media, look, without mm-hmm. the media today and everything being immediate because of our phones... Yeah, it's, we wouldn't even known about it, guys. It'd be in the newspapers, buried. Yeah, buried, yeah. You have to go. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Page sixteen of of the A section of the star. Oh, that's right. Kansas City Star hasn't had sixteen pages in the A section in two years. <laughs> I mean, in, in two thousand eight, would, would they have reported any anything at an Obama rally? No. There's no chance of living now. Oh, I think they would have. I don't think they would have any. I can almost guarantee you Fox would have. Well, who watches Fox? Obama. Well, about three times as many people as Washington combined. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a little bit alarming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox probably would have, but, you know. You know, okay. They're they're very happy to say anything that they think could possibly be negative about Obama. Yeah, once you're preaching to the choir, you're preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're kind of very true. Mm-hmm. So, on to on some lighter pop news, um, I saw I saw a couple things. It, it looked like Diddy was just on a press tour because he must have a project coming out or something like that, because I saw him on a lot of different things this week, but what what I found out is that uh, for the past six years, and he has not been talking about it at all, which lets me know that he that this is something real for him. Um, he has been developing, and uh, and the, I think today or yesterday was the uh, final day for registration for a new charter school that. Um, that that he and a partner are going to be opening in Harlem. Um, it's called Capital Prep. I think they're starting with sixth and seventh grade, and then growing the school from there. But um, I guess what happened is he there's this guy in Connecticut, and I, and I am forgetting his name, but he he is an educator, uh, Doctor Steve Perry, Doctor Steve Perry, and had his school in Connecticut had a hundred percent graduation rate, and they did a story about it on CNN. And Diddy saw it and was like, 
I think this is the guy I want to part. I want to talk to this guy about but trying to. He was the old lead singer of Journey. <clears throat> yeah, Steve Perry. Yeah, so he wants to start. <laughs> so Steve Perry on the school. <laughs> and now he's new business partners with P Diddy. There you go, Sean P Diddy. So, but uh, yeah, so apparently, um, like I said, today, uh, yeah, I think today was the um, final day of registration, and um, and they said it, they've already got like uh, I want to say a thousand person waiting list. Is it because it's going to be a free school? It's going to be yeah. It's, I mean, you have to test in, but but it's a See, but it's a public charter school. I thought all charter schools were privately owned. Not all of them. You can have a public charter school. They may be privately owned, but you don't have to pay a tuition. tuition. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't I mean, he's, he's, like yeah, Academy he's, of a charter school? And that's, that's publicly yeah, owned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's public money that goes to that, but it's a very, very, very different type of uh, a curriculum. And exactly. Like, yeah. And that's the thing with charter schools. Yeah, they, you can, Academy of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Like you can set up. You can set up your own it's kind like of curriculum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your own curriculum, and apparently the campus is amazing. They were saying they've got, uh, you know, full like full Olympic size pool. Yeah, yeah, like they're doing in a full media studio in there. Yeah, yeah, right in Harlem. It's yeah. Be expensive. Yeah. Right. So apparently, he got. I guess he got his music business friends to go in to help get the location and build it out. And then he's got Steve Perry to help develop the curriculum and really drive the education forward. So is the focus truly on education or is it more of being a multimedia, like for kids who want to go into multimedia, this would be the kind of the charter school you'd want to go to or is it a full-on real public school? No, I think it's a real public school, but I think it's, uh, I think it's, 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 it's kind of like a leadership academy, so it's it's trying to train the next generation of leaders and entrepreneurs, and I guess realizing that you kind of got to get them young so that you know you can get their mind Middle right. School is the right age to Speaking do it. Speaking of uh, got to get them young, um, similar news: R. Kelly's trying to open an all-girls school in Atlanta. <laughs> oh Lord! Please no. No, really. I think it's yeah. No, I saw it on Facebook. It must be. Yeah. Now the 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 funny and scary thing is. When all that was going down with uh, with R. Kelly, and uh, my daughter was attending that high school that that he was supposedly picking that girl up from, and I was just mentoring. <laughs> yes. he was mentoring. Yes, allegedly. Yeah, he was allegedly mentoring this girl. Yes. Mm. <laughs> wow. Whew. And you were calling your daughter every night. Every day. <laughs> you, you, hey, anybody pulls up in a black Escalade, don't talk to them. Ah <laughs> 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 oh, man. Uh, so, <laughs> on, on even lighter news, <laughs> they're doing a Baywatch movie. <laughs> Why not? With The Rock. <laughs> Why not? Makes sense. Zach Efron. Uh, that, that just That's yeah. So they're gonna have a new cat. Uh, so apparently, there's a new cast, but they're also gonna be throwing some cameos it? to like David Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff. Yeah. Sure yeah. Right. So yeah, I, I think just he has the rights to the show. Really? Oh, I, now that I didn't know. 
Yeah, so I mean, I think he probably said, hey, if you want this to play in Germany, you need to put me yeah, in. Yeah, I gotta be here. Right. And he's the biggest star in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, oh did, did anybody God. else see this? Uh, Physical rant? transformation of the anonymous female's favorite actor in the movie, Zach, what's his name? Uh, wrong. Actually, if I actually, had to pick yeah, one of those, actually, the rock, would, actually, the would, the rock be the would be rock. her favorite. Oh, the, rock. Oh. the rock would be her favorite. <laughs> Wait, someone else on the cast Zach, on steroids. Why, why do you think I started going to the gym every damn although day? Zach Efron is a little cutie patootie. Yeah, everybody He's say. just a little bit too young for me, though. I say, what trust me, the, the Dwayne, the Dwayne Johnson crush is the reason I go to gym every day. <laughs> I'm like. Yes. <laughs> was it I'm calling bullshit on that uh, one. Seth Rogen. Didn't he do it? Didn't he do it? Was it was Neighbors in the movie? Is that Zach Efron? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or Seth Rogen? I mean. Yeah. 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 Seth Rogen. Yeah. 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 Like I think that dude could just afford to work out 24 hours a day. Okay, probably does too. Oh, I'm not denying that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. However. However. He's pretty massive these days. Yeah, he's I mean, there's, it's not fuck. It's beyond that. Four times the size of it. <laughs> yeah. How much did you between you and Zachary? Uh, a what? A, a fight between you and Zachary. Oh, put your money on me. <laughs> it was already there. <laughs> there wasn't, that was not a dispute. Yeah. I just wanted to he see started it. out too pretty. <laughs> yeah. I never leave that yeah. in my head. Yeah, but I say, yeah, you got at least a foot on him and. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I don't know how many pounds no. of of all muscle by by the way, <laughs> podcasters. Watch, watch Kill 'em All, Kansas City. <laughs> this dude is a beast, and he looks completely believable being a beast. I'm wearing a bodysuit. I'm only five foot one. It's your exoskeleton. That's right. it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anybody else? See, uh, other than me, this Rihanna video that came out this week. No, I'm doing it now. Yeah, but it's apparently, work. Uh, it, mm. No, no, no. It's the work video came out a few weeks back, but I'm, and I cannot remember the name of this video to save my life right right course. now. Well, I didn't print it because it was a video, but uh, <laughs> but it There's was. It's. I mean, it's basically her writhing around. With like, like see-through stuff on, basically. Yeah. I was just like, well, that's a I big mean, shock. Right. When <laughs> after hasn't after she S&M been and, and her and entire, everything. yeah, was just the rest of her. I was just, I was just a little. I, I guess, well, I guess the last video I remember, you know, like, like at the very end of it, she's like covered in blood, laying in a chest, butt naked. Uh, so I guess. This, I guess this is tame, I suppose. <laughs> oh, yeah. we have to watch that tonight. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. She's from Just Trinidad. So right? that's yeah. very sexy. She is from this. Is, this video was sexy. The one where her landing the bloody chest was not. That was. I think I. That was actually that. that was bitch better have my money. Yeah, like, I think I can get around that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I think I can get around that. The the bloody chest. Uh, or... None of that bothers me. Yeah, she is from <laughs> Barbados, can't you? Barbados. Barbados. Uh, oh, I saw this week, I, I once again thought it was hilarious, uh, Justin Timberlake's uh, being sued uh, by Cirque du Soleil. Uh-oh. Because 
they say that uh, they sampled a song from from one of the Cirque shows uh, that was on his last 2020 Experience album, and uh, and so they want like 800 grand or something. <laughs> I know. I was just like, both of those things are stupid. Who yeah. won? Who just figured it out? Right. Yeah. Like they just now found out. Like it's yeah. I'm like I'm like one of the biggest albums in the in the oh world. Yeah. And you just eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. That's I'm all you like, think your song was worth. Yeah. <laughs> but that album sold millions. Yeah. Plus the so, tour and everything yeah, else. I mean, and like, I, I mean, I don't think it, it wasn't a single, but still, I mean, I I just you know what song. Uh, you know what? Let's look, cause I actually printed this out because I that just was, sounds stupid. I was curious. <laughs> oh, so it was the "Don't Hold the Wall." Oh yeah, and it was one of the songs in 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 one of their productions, actually, as the anonymous female flips pages in their production. Uh, Quitem. It's it's a song called "Steel Dreams." Well, and, and the other thing too is I'm not 100% sure why you sue Justin Timberlake hmm. unless he's um, claiming a producer credit well uh, actually or I think publishing credit maybe maybe because I'm thinking because I'm thinking credit, yeah because I'm thinking uh, Timberland did did the music for it so I was thinking why wouldn't you be suing Timberland you see the producer for not clearing the, the sound. publisher Publishing yeah. yeah, but he also got he also got sued like a year ago for uh, a sample that was in uh, the song "Suit and Tie." That so that's what I'm saying. But which, if I'm thinking about it, I've heard it, I've heard a kind of a history of Timberland pulling things that he thinks are public domain and wind up they wind up not being public domain. You can't afford he, a lawyer. Oh, you no, know, he wins all the lawsuits. He's won, like, because he's, he's had to, he actually, just, which is funny, Timberland and Jay-Z just went to court last year for uh, for Big Pimpin', yeah. like, the dude who he, they sampled for Big Pimpin' just, like, I was like, 15 years later, you just, you just, just found, just found out. out, like, so, and they, and they won all the lawsuits from all the people who've tried to sue him, but it's just... It's just kind of crazy when you know. Certain when they lay though. Interesting story. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I was that's that's bizarre. And yeah. only eight hundred thousand dollars is like even more bizarre to me. Yeah, I mean, what lawyer just sucks that bad that that's not <laughs> you know, for? It. Yeah, I mean, once again, I don't think that they're like contortionist lawyer. Just yeah, does a bizarre <laughs> mini practice on the side. Yeah, I don't well, think that they win. Is part of the circuit. Day Soleil as well. That absolutely. Well, every search show lately has been a knockoff of some, like the Beatles show that they did. And what was the one just here in Kansas City? They licensed all of I know, but yeah, yeah, they did a Beatles. They did a Michael Jackson show. They're doing a Avatar. Avatar was the show just in town. So maybe they tried to license the song, and then it became an issue because they said, "Hey." There that was nothing like about, our song. Yeah, there'd be nothing about like freaky small blue gymnasts that I would ever want to see yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm like just I just. Not appeal to me. I mean, I do. I would like to go to a search show, but like some of the ones that have they've been doing lately, I just I'm not interested. I'm just, I wish we could have went. It's pretty phenomenal, Mike guys. Jackson. I've seen four of their shows. Yeah, and it's been they're phenomenal shows. I'm sure they're cool. You sit there and you go, well, I can't believe people can actually do that stuff. 
It's like Switzerland. That would hold my interest for like three minutes. They have a way of uh, keeping you just constantly like, oh my God. And then like one show I went to, they had people crawling down a wall like spiders. I'm like, well, that's... And you look up and you go, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like America's got time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I checked this week and there really wasn't a lot, well, nothing that I was super interested in talking about. Um, in music releases or movie releases, except uh, Miles Ahead, Don Cheadle's uh, Miles Davis movie mm-hmm. is supposed to get released. Uh, and that actually gets released this week. The anonymous female was just saying the DVD of uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens so that comes out yeah. to, tomorrow, tomorrow it's actually fast that's really that's like yeah, it actually is kind of fast movie. yeah especially for a movie uh, of that you know box office scale I was surprised that it came out that fast and I saw today that Kanye's new album just hit Spotify yes I was I was thinking that too I was thinking what kind of deal did he work out to because of course he had his exclusive run with with title for a while, and now they're gonna you're gonna be able to stream on uh, uh, Apple Music and Spotify. Yep. So I was thinking, what kind of deal did he work out? <laughs> I think that's a Jay Z deal. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised at all. Pretty I mean, much. Jay's not Jay's. The funny thing is, there are artists signed to Jay that have Apple deals. Sure. So, like, Jay's not stupid. He's not going to leave a dime on the table right. ever. And uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if if there was uh, a lot of zeros on that check. You know, right. I'm a, um, back on Don Cheadle and Miles Ed. You know, oh, yeah. I, I, I'm not much of a saxophone fan. You know, I, I respect the, the whole instrument and, the, and its history and modern day and, and past jazz and, and all that, Miles Davis contribution. My thing is, I like Don Cheadle as an actor, and I want to yeah. see yeah, this him is, yeah. like really get into character, and I think playing something like this, a biopic, would really yeah. kind of be a cool stretch. Yeah, I think cool. this is kind of his passion project that I think he's been working on. <coughs> I think, I want to say 10 years, he's been trying to get this really? movie, trying to get the rights and get it made. And When he's partially and, from Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, you know, I was excited. Uh, I think I saw art for this movie. Just Cheadle in the Miles wig and and holding the trumpet. and Like, I remember seeing art maybe a year ago, and I was just like, oh, oh, because I just, all I could see was, you know, Cheadle's perfect, just physically perfect. To play Miles Davis, yep. so and he's a great actor, so right. I, I, I'm excited. Can you imagine that. clearing that music? That's got to be yeah. so hard. Yeah, and yeah, so I would think that it was involved. wildly difficult to to clear. Yeah, yeah. and 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 what I do hear is, um, though it's, I think they picked a period of his life instead of um, trying really? to cover his whole life. They picked a period of his life. So it's not like walk the line or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think huh. I think they picked picked a period and then but they didn't musically stick to the period. I think they went with the music that worked for the for the telling of the movie. So some music was earlier, some music was, you know, uh, 
was was later, you know, as far as you know what you'll hear in the mm-hmm. film. But I'm I'm pretty excited about it because I was I was really thinking that. Uh, well, I hope it's better than the Jimi Hendrix movie. Which I didn't see and wanted to see, but then I heard that they couldn't clear any of the music. Well, the trailer was good. Yeah. <laughs> the movie, yeah. however, left me really wanting a lot more. Yeah, a lot lacking. Yeah. Well, it's because, you know, you're doing a story in Jimi Hendrix. You want to see Jimi Hendrix on stage. Yep. Rocking out. And his guitar on fire. There just wasn't. Everything. Yeah. They just didn't show that yeah. performance, you know, part of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, podcasters, I think we have gotten to the point in the podcast where it's time to interview our featured guest, Jesse Pringle. He is the creator, producer, and co-writer of Kill 'Em All Kansas City uh, and the soon-to-be Kill 'Em All Los Angeles. Uh, I know I've got a, a list of questions. I don't know if anybody else on the panel uh, has any questions, but if uh, anybody else doesn't mind, I want to jump right on in because I've been kind of chomping at the bit to ask because oh. once I <laughs> once I watched uh, once I watched uh, I fully get it and uh, and you know and I'm excited to see where this show goes. So I guess my first question and uh, and probably the broadest question. Uh, is Jesse? What is Kellamore? 